Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Nerd Gans on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to SpacesPhilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thought Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today and now feel the nerdgasm. That was my roar. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not a good intro either. Okay, we we're all. I'm getting crazy. No, no, no. You sound like me. you just Give can't wait again. to be. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Somebody gonna turn it on. <laughs> what is this? It looks like a power <laughs> And if you are still with us, welcome yeah, back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Swag on Zero. We have a great show for, t- for you today, but before that, we have a phenomenal panel. And in that panel, we have the host of No Gimmicks Needed and the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Mr. A&E, the man with the plan if you need him, yell Shazam! Great to be here, and don't worry, at this podcast, I will pop in Shazam. <laughs> pop it in. I, I, I thought I had a pun for that. It's all good. I, I uh, and we also have the host of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Lady Sketch. What's going on, everybody? And then we have Sage Amara in the background. Yeah, You'll probably making hear making murmuring noises here. Yeah. <laughs> You'll probably hear her in the background. Little Nala back there. So we have a phenomenal panel for you today, but if you're not listening to us on YouTube, we hope you are listening to us on your favorite podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Speaker, even SpacesPhilly.com. You heard the intro, so you know where to go. SpacesPhilly.com. Today we're going to be talking about Scarlett Johansson rebuttal on the acting or the industry of movies. The Black 007, Lion King spoiler talk, the state of horror movies. But first, let's talk about something that creeped me out dramatically. Mm-hmm. The Cats trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because they really show all the horror stuff in the Cats trailer. Scam, yeah. scam, scam. It was, yeah. That, what the hell was that's that? what made my roar go away. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a creepy behind trailer. Uh, now, if you don't know Cats, Cats is a musical that's been out for... It's not years. on Broadway, but it's it is. It was anymore. one of the. It's not on Broadway anymore, but it was one of the longest running Broadway shows. Anytime you turn on PBS after Arthur went off at five o'clock, something about cats was something on. Something about cats, really? Yes, yes I because did not. they record, ran. say, give us a donation and get the recording of cats. It like, was either oh, okay, cats, right. old school R and B with people that nobody's <laughs> tuning no more, or River Dance. That's what PBS <laughs> was. That was River Dance. River Dance was every day. I was sitting. there I was enjoying it. I, I tried to learn it. Oh <laughs> now, God. you guys watched this trailer before we started. Um, I'm creeped out, of course. <laughs> it, it has an interesting cast. It's everyone from Idris Elba to Taylor Swift to... Uh, is that who the lead cat is? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no. About <laughs> 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 No, that is... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that... It is not... 
uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. And um, Rebel Wilson, who's making a fool of herself again. Oh, I can't. Because you just can't find a role when you don't. that girl. It's like, I'm just sorry. find another role. Be like Aquafina. Get a serious role I think and just stick with that. Rebel Wilson at, is, is a who? She's kind of new. She is uh, the big girl from Pitch Perfect. That's who that is. Yeah. yeah um, she's trying to be the new, the new Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy, but she's not as funny as Melissa McCarthy. Not at, at all. all. <laughs> no. At all, bro. I and I got a thing for Melissa McCarthy. I can't I just, deal with her like or her. Amy Schumer. They're on the same level for me. Where I just be like, why are you on my? Cover? I liked old Amy Schumer. Never not modern Amy Never Schumer. Never liked her. I could not take her. So what do you think about this trailer? It just. It, it it made my skin itch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless it's a musical, it is a musical. Yeah, yeah. It is, okay, okay. Yeah. I think it should probably do very well, like Rent. Yeah, because musicals that came from Broadway uh, onto the big screen sometimes do tend t- technically tend to do good mm-hmm. if they stick to the source it's material of it. Right. Uh, one of my favorites is Hairspray. I did not think I was going to like Hairspray. Then my sister showed me Hairspray, and it was great. Are you talking about the one with John Travolta? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the I didn't see that. One. Yeah. I saw the old Hairspray, so. Yeah. I, it's I, Negro Day, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't understand. Oh, you never seen Hairspray? Saw no, hairspray? I never saw okay, Hairspray. Okay, all right. Oh, so. so, if you want a softened version, watch the new one. If you want Hairspray, Hairspray, Wait, where it's like. Watch the Ricky Lake one. Yeah. Oh, gosh. When Ricky Lake used to be big. She no, to be no. big like but, but but the new one got uh great all star cast. Queen Latifah, I, Amanda well, Bynes, uh well, I will put it in your terms. They, of course they got Amanda Bynes. I know Zach Efron is Zach Efron, Efron. Cyclops, James Madison. So okay. Cyclops. Uh Elijah Kelly, aka Ricky Bell for the, the new edition story. AKA the oh, Sammy, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. look alike. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, he, he, he's he's one of the, the Negro. He's one of the Negro day. <laughs> well, he's here for Negro day because it's all about you know them and uh, they have this you know the, oh by the way Michelle Pfeiffer's in there. Oh, love me, yeah, love me some Michelle Pfeiffer. I know you do. Tyson Malimson trailer too. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just she. She yeah. That didn't look like. Oh, now your age is showing. Her age was showing in Hitman and Wives. But she still looked good in that. Yeah, she did. Right. It, it, there's a difference between aging and like aging gracefully. Like okay. w- w- when Michelle Pfeiffer came out, I was just like, mm, Michelle Pfeiffer. When I see her and we listen to her, I said, it's Ooh, go to bed. A, uh, yo, it's just <laughs> like, a nap. it's a difference. We're like, Ooh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, but I mean, if it's if it sticks to the source material of Cats and which look like it's going to do, I think it'll be very successful. This is clearly Oscar. This baby. is Oscar grade. Yeah, because nothing else this year is going to. Unless I mean, Disney like is going to, you know, choke them and, like, put Endgame in there. <laughs> like, I, I, honestly, as you're saying Endgame that... Endgame will get nominated... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, Endgame will get nominated for... They say they got nominated last year. Effects. But, That's what I was about to say. It's going to get yeah. nominated for the same but stuff like Toy Black Story Panther 4. or oh, yeah. Effects. Yeah. I'm sorry. That rain scene for Toy Story 4 is winning the whole thing for me this year. Yeah. But anyway. in this rain scene... Have you not seen it? That, that was beautiful. I've seen it. Okay, yeah. That was beautiful. I, you go tell me that went real rain. <laughs> Well, or a Lion King. Or a Lion King. Because that was They beautiful. look good. It was something that was like, is this a nature B-roll that exactly. had? I was like, okay, Lion I was like King Nova will get, on land. It's going to get some. It's going to get something. It's going to get some of nominations for effects and everything. I didn't, I didn't even get some undeserved nominations also, but we'll get to that later. Definitely driest performance. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lady Sketch, what did you think about the trailer of Cats? I mean, I've never been a big Cats fan. I knew what Cats was. I never had a desire to see it. So I... 
No weapons are. I see the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling her she she got the sweetest gig in the world. All she gotta do is sit back. It's like if my husband wanna go see it, my movie tickets bought. That's that's really it. That's, that's really yeah. it. But, yeah. And I love musicals, world. but I've never been into like I never wanted to see cats. I, I never been like Nina has never took taken me to a movie. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think we have a sweet deal. I'll take him and be like, we should go try this place to eat. It's good, and he'll take me to the movies. I feel like okay. I, I think that's, that's a fair deal. That's a fair deal. Food, the you know that that's a good balance there. Another good balance is the It Chapter Two trailer. A balance of horror and excellent performance acting. Uh, first of all, James McAvoy was kicking the mess out of that glass. James Somebody McAvoy. give James McAvoy <clears throat> an award somewhere. Somebody. He James, needs something. James McAvoy is literally Shyamalan saving grace for glass. Okay, he, he was. He was. So yeah, split no. saved M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, it really and did. Glass so. destroyed him again. <laughs> no. He did it on himself. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the movie because I was going good with it, and then you give and me the end. It yeah, I'm just it was like, just like, bruh, that you could have ended this all. I was going good when I saw his mama's makeup, Mr. Glass's mama's makeup, bruh. Elijah Pete. Probably not. <laughs> just get an old lady to play his mama. Like, side note, can, can, can we count how many movies Samuel Jackson look older than the person supposed to look older than him in these movies? Uh, I heard in the Saw remake he's playing Chris Rock's dad. Yeah, I heard I mean, that, that too. That makes sense. He's old enough saying, to be Chris Rock's he, dad. He is. He looks older than Richard Roundtree, and that's yep. gonna be his dad. Then he he, he looks older than his mama in Glass, and that's gonna be his mama. Yep. I'm just like he had fragile bones. You gotta. <laughs> I'm not mad at this man because he don't look seventy. No, he don't. Yeah, he don't. He don't. So I'll give him that. But 27 years, Pennywise is back. Oh, and, and I can't wait. This trailer oh, looks creepier than ever. So, Oof, you know what? About it. You know what I love, love most about it also? It's called the final trailer. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They gave us the teaser and then the final trailer. <laughs> they gave us something else. I'm like, thank you. There is still a marketing yeah. genius somewhere. That is the kind of trailers I don't mind watching. I always say, I hate watching trailers because they give you a whole damn movie. Yeah. But you buy spoilers, though. Here's the thing it's one thing if I go seek out what's happening because mm. I'm like I want to know what happens like when we were watching some movie at your grandma's and I was like I'm not going to see the end of this let me see what happens oh it was a, a Star is Born because although it has been made 50 11 times I've never seen all of the Star is Born mm. so I was like well let me look at the end Sad so I can see what so but I looked it up myself mm. or I said no you can tell me the story that's cool that's totally different from somebody saying hey we want you to come see our movie let me give you the whole entire plot in this two minute trailer and then you come here, and it really, literally is yeah. everything that was in the trailer. And I'm just like, just like that Bruce uh, Springsteen movie or Bruce Steve, what's his name? Springsteen. Yeah, the Springsteen movie. You try to raise your kids, man. That <laughs> was it. The same. Was it all the? Uh... It looks like every single. It looks like everything is going on in that trailer. Probably it's the whole movie, and it's like. I want to see it, but it's, now you gave me no. You desire. gave me everything. I like what. Yeah. I'm actually getting about the screen. I want to see that more than yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday is the one with the Beatles, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I want to see yesterday. I don't understand that movie. <laughs> but okay. Um But now, yeah, so I, I, I apologize. Yeah. Oh no, 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 but, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really, really love the first one. Yeah. I I, I think we, we was in that boat that loved the better than the original I'm one. I'm not a horror guy. Uh huh. At all. Y'all dragged yeah. me to this movie. Go Literally. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is incredible. 
And I'm saying that I'm like, why am I not watching Stranger Things? Because Stranger Things is a rehash of it, technically. Yeah. Um. So I'm I was already like, yeah, I'm I'm going to go see this. Saw the old one. It was complete utter garbage. I well, don't know. Not according to two was, of our counterparts. Yeah. <laughs> it was 1990s appropriate. Nope. No excuse. I seen Braun Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> okay. No excuse. Okay. Braun Stoker's Dracula, even though he had ass on his head, scared the fuck out of me. Okay. There's no excuse. The only thing that drive by Braun Stoker's Dracula was Keanu Reeves. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Head shaking and all. Listen, I don't think they're going, they're not going to go for a. Uh, Keanu Reeves slander right now. He hot. He the hot ticket. I just did. So <laughs> you gonna have somebody in the comments like talk about Keanu Reeves, man. But no, but honestly, I think the only reason I really liked it was because Tim Curry. That that was the the movie itself was not like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'll give you that. Definitely wasn't. Oh no, <laughs> I know. I just had two people tell me that when we was in the movie theater as part of our group. You know, one doesn't have a nickname and one named Chubbs. Yeah. Mr. Terrible. <laughs> I don't know I was coming. Yeah. I was like, when you said, I liked this one a lot. I was going to say, you sure was terrible? Yep. But I let it go. You yeah. came up anyway. It was fantastic. And I, I want to see it again before seeing this. I, I love how they broke it up. Because of the original one, it turned into a mini series. Yeah, and, and it was, was too many flashbacks. It's too many flashbacks of the kids. And if the flash- I want to watch this many flashbacks, I would have watched anime. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been right back on Naruto if I wanted to watch this many flashbacks. Yes, I agree with you. And this one, I they say, you know, what? screw this. We're gonna separate the kids so they can have character development and separate the adults so they got yep. character development too. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. And so far, it's crafted so well. It looks great. So I hope I don't. If it's not as good as the first one, mm-hmm. but it's still good, I consider it a pass for me. Yeah, me too. You have my word on this podcast as a, 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 a pass for me. Me too. Um, now, I heard Pennywise is pretty much bringing out all his tricks in this one. He has I just to. bet. Yeah, he is like, he's like getting into everyone's mind and doing like illusions and stuff like that. So this is why I, did, that's why I think we only got two trailers. Yeah. Because you don't want to spoil nothing. Yeah. And I've seen some things inside the trailer where it was like, this is really eerie. The imagery is really eerie. Yeah. So I'm real. I'm very curious. The trailer we already got was weird enough for me. The yeah. The first one, I was just like, okay. Now yeah, with that lady in the background, I was like, okay. This that is creepy. was creepy. So I, I, I never been so excited for a horror film in my life. Like, and you know what's funny? It's only literally six weeks away. Yes. September six. September, September is not like next week is the last week of June. I mean July. July. So yeah, yeah this summer. It's going by. Take the humidity with you. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It can go. Please. Now, Halloween 3 and 4 is uh, yes. just recently been I believe it was announced today. And, well, first of all, throughout the whole weekend, it's San Diego Comic Con. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. The biggest Comic Con every single year in the United States. Yeah. This is the main one Comic Con International. This or New York. Yeah. And San Diego always beats it out, yeah. yeah. San Diego beats it out by. Weeks. Yeah, and that's where all the celebrities go. So. We are getting updates throughout the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. So when we're recording, there's still going to be more updates that we're going to talk about. Yeah. But we'll probably save it for next week's podcast. But right now, they did uh, give us the great news that there's going to be a Halloween 3 and 4 yeah. that's being filmed back to back. Yes. So And that this is going to conclude yeah. the Halloween series. Yeah. I'm excited okay, for so. it. Yep. Halloween, yeah. Halloween Kills and, and Halloween, Halloween Endgame. Ends. I'm sorry. Ends. ends. <laughs> So I'm I'm 
Halloween was also another horror slasher. So how'd you feel about the new 2018 Halloween? It was fantastic. It was on my top 10, I believe, for last year. Uh, it definitely was on it, mine, It too. was on my top 10. And was I, was, sure. I was shocked because, I, you know, I'm not a horror uh, guy yeah. <laughs> at all. But if you got a good story, you you captivated me, uh-huh. I'll let the horror play. Yeah. I'll let the horror play as it goes. Uh, same thing with Hereditary. I'll I, let, I, I, I'll, see that. I didn't see that. It, it was more creepy. Uh-huh. I heard that from everybody that like, saw it. It was like, it wasn't horror, but it was It was really just certain weird. scenes were just making you uncomfortable. So, um, Sorry. So, yes, Halloween, I'm excited for it. Where do you think this is going to lead? Okay, so this, I really think that me and her was having a little debate in the car. I said this is what's going to end the Halloween saga. Yeah. Halloween, people don't realize, since 1978, I believe, when the first one came out, it has been rebooted. Three times. So much. That's a lot. Just so much. It's been rebooted three times. That's more than Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween H two O. Oh God. Halloween Rob Zombie. Oh, like, can we not talk about that one? And then Halloween this one, twenty eighteen. Those are the three reboots it did. And now, since Jamie Lee Curtis made it so iconic in the first one in the seventies, this is the best way to end it. Right. So, if they want to give me, because I'm thinking what's going to happen is that they, what's going to happen is going to be like Halloween 3 Part 1, then Halloween uh, 3, 3 Part, part two, 2 kind right. of thing. So, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends is going to be like a part thing where it's going to end on a very crazy high note, and then the fourth one, we just going to balls to the wall. Yeah. All types of shit like that. It's, That's so, it's like usually Empire Strikes Rich. Back, Last Jedi, If Any War, Endgame type of thing. I can't say about Empire because the thing was Empire Strikes Back was called to be another movie. We had to wait three, three years. years to get an answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we got you. You were scratch your head like, yo, bro, what really happened to Honda? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that corporate, I can't be real, right? It's kind of thing. But uh, Endgame and Infinity War, that was more like a part uh, uh one or two type thing. Yeah. You know they changed the name, but that's what it was. Year next year, Harry Potter Daddy Hollows Part One, Part Two. Right. Yeah. So when you have like years like that, that's what it's looking like to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know, like I said, my wife was pregnant at the time, but I really want her to see Halloween uh, twenty eighteen. I really enjoyed that. It movie. was it was really good. It's one of my favorite Halloween movies. I said actually, it's in my top three okay. of all the Halloween movies ever made. That's okay. in my top okay. three. Wow, it was, it was really good. It was, I was. I it was it took it took you back to the classic hall. Because remember, people don't know Halloween is the one that started all the tropes, mm. and then every other horror movie just exceeded them tropes too much to the point that they became redundant. So when kind of like when people was just like uh, when we watch. Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil for everybody. I know she don't care, but people who play see Halloween already. When um, she shot him in the neck, or when she uh, burned the house down, he was like, you know, he's not dead. I'm like, you gotta remember, they're gonna complete after the first one. They haven't tried all that stuff yet. Right. So, they don't know what's going on. But now he is weakened, obviously. My man got half a hand. Yeah, half a hand. He got a hole in his neck. Jesus. This man can't barely can breathe. So I was like, so and he's mad. So he and he's mad as shit. He got he's John Wick mad uh, right now. And there are some theory videos of how he could have gotten out the house. Because I need an explanation. I need an explanation. Because well, I'm sure they'll tell you. Yeah. Because I was like, I watched film theory on YouTube, and I was just like, damn, that actually is probably not a bad um, 
you know, thought about it. Yeah. Then, then there was this one theory. I was like, I would have hated that theory. This <laughs> I would so hate this theory if it happened. But right now, they have shown that Michael Myers is just that the pure evil is driving him. That right. he's not an inhuman thing. He can die. Right. They just got to kill him. And the, the thing is... The, you wanted to, like, chop his head off. And like I said, her boyfriend in Halloween, he has to go. I thought he died, but... He ain't died. I, I no. see the guy. The babysitter who shouldn't have died, her and, and yeah. her man, oh died. yeah, he died God, for being that's stupid. Right. But her, you know, uh, her granddaughter, yeah, uh, her boyfriend, the one that you know that's threw right. her phone to put in, yep. dumbass, yeah. yeah. He needs to go. He was a dick. Yeah, he was. He kissing up on some girl. She, she is looking right at him like, you like that. She get mad. Did he get mad at her for being mad? Throw her, throw her, throw, throw he, her phone in the, in the pudding. He did the Eddie Murphy. He was like, wasn't me. What? <laughs> so, so, so he get mad with his little lip quivering. And then she's she like, you know what? I don't need this shit. And then she goes home and she getting chased by Michael Myers. And she can't call her grandmother to come pick her up because you know why? He f- threw her f- phone in the pudding. That's one thing I liked about the 2018 Halloween. It had realism situations. Yeah. It had a dumb shit like, oh my God, this would not really happen. Like, when she was trying to get from Michael Myers, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis was calling her the whole night, but her phone was broke. Okay. To come save her and say like, "Yo, we coming to we coming to the safe house mm-hmm. right now." And then uh, every situation they was in, I was like, "Okay, I can see this happening." Yeah. In a real side situation, opposed to people being the only person that was dumb was her dad. Remember? What did the dad do again? Oh yeah, he walked outside. Yeah, and he was yep. being that's the same guy said, you know, I got I got a peanut butter on my penis. Yep. What about this? <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate I hated that guy. <laughs> but I, I I am really glad that we that they actually acknowledging that we're gonna go see Halloween kills looks like this man is pissed. Yeah. I'm going when they should kill nobody's safe. Yeah. I'm out, nobody's safe. And then to the point where I what I think may happen is to the point where it's like they don't know he he's still alive, but there's these killings going back, and her PTSD is so strong that she has to finish this. Yeah, and I think with her going back, and, and they're like, "No, nah, we're going to finish this as the strolled woman, like the the, the right version of Charles Angels. Right. We're going to have three generations because it shows the door knows how to fight too, or she should not be a marksman. Yeah, and the other they, they teased her with, with the door with the, with the knife in her hand, yeah. so it's going to be it's going to be us three versus you." Part four, let's go. You know, kind of thing. So I, I, I'm excited. This thing don't let it be excited. something cheesy, where it's like at the end of the movie we find out somebody had Michael Myers' baby or some shit. And I'm like, now come on. We Just, did, we did, we, we did it already. As long as that's not how it ends, it's I called, don't care. It's called Halloween four, five, and six. We did this already. <laughs> long as it don't end like that, I'm fine. One thing you did mention uh, was the Halloween tropes, yeah, um, and how other movies copied that. I wanted to talk about the state of horror movies sure. now. Uh-huh. Um, since you're more versed in that, I wanted to get your opinion about that. Since this remakes coming out of nowhere, I don't know. Saw all, all this new the Halloween, the new um, Chucky movie, mm. the um, what was it? Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Apparently, it's being produced by LeBron James. Dude, so, Friday the Thirteenth. It's going to be a new one from rumored. I don't know what he's doing because I he got Space Jam going on. Oh, God. So, I mean, my man is out here on Instagram doing Taco Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with But then him. again, most of the comedians working on these horror movies are being successful, such as Get Out, Quiet Place, and Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of comes from a deep place. Uh, 
here's my biggest thing because I love horror movies and usually I watch horror movies in October that's how I'm so versatile in such movies and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I balance myself out a little bit but if I want to watch a good horror movie I just sit back and, and watch it because yeah. I want to what people sometimes forget well that's why I like when the comments came back up these are the things that made horror movies successful back in the day number one it was an original idea. Yeah. Yeah. It was an original. Nope. When they made Michael Myers, they wasn't thinking of, well, who was it? They was thinking of like, okay, there's this guy, because the original name was going to be called The Babysitter Killers. Mm-hmm. That's what it was going to be. Halloween was meant to be a, a, a anthology series. Right. That was just an original idea. A William Shatner man that cost a couple, a couple of money, money a day. The simplest things is what's more scary. What's close to home is what frightens you the most. True. Then, when, like I said, Halloween was starting on the horror movie tropes. But when it's redundant, when it's to the point where it's just like you're doing this just to get a cheap scare. Like, since I watch wrestling, they have something called a cheap pop. Mm -hmm. A cheap pop is where something that you know no matter when you say it the audience will cheer for you right. so if you say yo I'm here right now in Philadelphia Pennsylvania the crowd's gonna cheer because it's like, Philadelphia yeah. that's yeah. a cheap pop <laughs> you're not doing anything that makes the crowd legit like you right or when you get cheap heat they call it is when you're going and say well, I had to come in from the plane on this trashy city of Philadelphia you know they're gonna build because you're trashing the city that's cheap heat right. that's what they're doing in horror movies they do these sliders with random people with cats and stuff because they know it's going to make the audience jump kind of thing instead of making it natural right kind of thing and uh, now I think horror recently within the past five years or so have been especially with the Jason Blum effect and that this era going yeah. on there have been a lot of original ideas some to be fair some have worked and some have not worked mm-hmm. but I, I believe that the reason why some have not worked is because we've seen a lot of things already. Like, um, for instance, Mother. Have you seen Mother at all? No. Is that the one with uh, uh, Jennifer, Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. Okay, so... Hard as I roll. Go ahead. Picture Mother. Picture the Bible as a horror movie. The Bible is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <yeah>. Mother <laughs> is right. one of the most creepiest movies about God that kind of freaked you out. Right. Because that was like, okay, let's take a di- di- something different. A lot of people didn't like Mother. Oh, uh, yeah, no. It's, it. it's sacrilegious. But then there's a lot of people that did like Mother. Because I was one of the people that, it was on one of my best ones in 2018, 2017 that it came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she, she's Mother Nature. And the guy that she's with is God. But he's the, they never say God. Right. You know? But the whole story as you're going through is the story of Genesis all the way to the New Testament and I think like I swear to God the scene I don't think I ever watch again is when he killed Jesus I cannot deal with that again because it's a baby and they killed his oh, baby wow. I'm just like my God but the message in there but it's one it's one it's, it's a it's a creepy thing The Purge I like the my, that's the first one yeah. I like the Purge movies it hits home it makes you uncomfortable 
But that's what horror is. Yeah, I think that's the reason why I never was really interested in getting into the purges because mm-hmm. I was like this seems like this could happen right, right now. now, especially at the state of yeah, exactly. <laughs> where we're oh at right guy, now. This kind of makes sense. That's why I was like, no thanks. But that made that he's correct. I would say that makes you uncomfortable. That would make it a good movie because right. it, 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 like the the, the the first purge and purge anarchy and purge election year. Yeah, I love all the movies. I just couldn't stand the first purge because the first purge is when you have a good original idea, but missed mm-hmm. the mark. But you go back and you take all the classic tropes that just to scare people, and it doesn't become original anymore. It seemed right. che- it made it cheap. It made it right. cheap. Now another one was us. Uh, yes, that that played with the uncomfortability. Yes, of people I and seeing what's inside themselves. Yes, because like, you can be your worst enemy. Exactly, it has a lot of political, political commentary in, yeah. in the movie, and that's in it with, with Jordan Peele though, because he's putting you in situations that, believe it or not, this could happen. Yeah, Most surely could. Yeah, and it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. But that's what because a lot of a lot of people in my generation, the generation after mine, mm-hmm. or even below before, for, when well, I can't say before because they was in it, really forgot what the definition of horror is. Horror is not gore. Yes. Yeah. Out that way now. It's just a thing. They, make, they made it into just slasher movies. Right. Right. Yeah. Who can be the bloodiest? Exactly. And it's like, it's, it's torture porn. That's not what horror is. The point of horror is to tell a story that's going to make you uncomfortable, that's going to scare you, that's going to be in your mind after you leave the when theater. You leave, yeah. And to the point where it's just like, could this happen? Could it not? Because see, Jason, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers did not start out immortal. Right. They start out as a thing like this could happen, mm-hmm. and then since it's making money, and you got different writers and stuff on different suits on, they want more movies. You gotta explain how this guy is still coming back, right? So you gotta make him in an immortal type of sense, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it takes away from that. So when you see the original, like when you see uh, Halloween, when you see us, Get Out, Happy Death Day. Mother, we, we yeah, see. Happy Death Day actually was a pretty uh, good movie. It was an yeah. original. It was basically horror Groundhog Day, yeah, which nobody had done yet. Is that? And that's what I like with, with with the whole Blumhouse effect. They're going and they're making their own movies. Like I, I'm hearing great things. I didn't see it yet, but I'm hearing great things about this crawl movie. Yeah, I'm hearing excellent things. Exactly. And what scares people more than hurricanes? Natural disasters. Natural disasters. Things you have no yeah. control. And there's this big ass. Fucking alligator in there, whatever my sea creature there is, kill you. Yeah, and it's like, and there's nobody to save you because in the beginning of the day, they made sure they gave you the Michael Nutter speech, like we can't come get you. Yeah, so why you <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying. Yeah, exactly. State of emergency. We have to snow on the ground. The same yeah. monotone voice. Exactly. State so of emergency. Okay, so I mean, horror's in a great. That's so why I'm not. I'm not because people. Are working towards the end. That's why it doesn't bother me too much. Right. If they want to reboot Saw, that's fine. No. But no. Here's because see, I'm I, I'm bitter with Saw because Saw started great and ended terrible. Who did it ever? It ended terrible. I'm be honest with you. You are the only reason I've ever seen all of those movies, and I can say it did. It it went off the deep end because I was like, this is completely different. And especially the first one is like I didn't see that coming at all. But then after that, it was just like it started getting worse and worse and worse. And it was just like, all right, now the first three songs was a good trilogy. 
the first three. And then when they did four or five, I was just like, "All right, y'all, the fuck y'all doing?" <laughs> because four or five was back to back, and then it was like six. I was like, "Okay, six makes sense." And it brought everybody back, and I just ended, and they no. fucked it up. <laughs> then they said, "We're sorry, let's do it again." They got and greedy. They fucked it up again. <laughs> so if Chris Rock is, is like, if he's a comedian, he's like, "Yo, I was a fan of these movies," and they fucked it up. That's how, that's how Jordan Peele got started. He's like this. Yeah. I like horror movies, but there's something, I'm, something that I'm not seeing that I would want to sell right. to people. And if he could come make a Saw movie, and he like, I, I want to get it back to the original premise of what Saw was. Can you imagine some... The, so, uh, uh, are you familiar with the premise yeah. of Saw? Yeah. Okay. So, that's what can happen. It actually did happen. Yeah, somebody did copycat the movies after that? Yeah. Oh, Okay. The, the, the whole guy, the, 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 the thing with the guy with, with the, the, the neck bomb around his neck mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, you know, that had nothing to do with the movie. It, no, it did not. I was saying but it was a similar type of thing that he tried to pull off. Oh, okay. Like it was a Saw type thing. But yeah, because Saw was everywhere after the, the success of the first movie. Mm-hmm. But you have a cancer patient who's who's dying who says, you know, I try to kill myself. I got a second chance on life. People out here don't understand how precious life is. So if they gonna go around complaining about their little ass problems, I'm going to make them fight for their life. Yes, please. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you realize just how great of a life you have. Stop yeah. bitching about and the And all stuff. the traps was was going by what was going on with the, the character. Yeah. And then it just got to torture porn. Pretty much. It's a when when they had the first one when they had Paul who was a cutter and he hated himself. He kept cutting himself. He said, "You want to cut yourself?" I gotta put you in this barbed wire box. That shit was wild. You got two hours to get through this thing before that door closes and you locked out here forever. Wow. Or, <laughs> so you wanna cut yourself? Can you cut yourself to, in there to, to realize it? Or such as the guy who kept uh, who had a good job but he kept calling himself in the sick. I'm sick, I can't I can't go to work. He said, Oh, you sick? Okay. There's a slow a slow killing antidote in your body, by the way. The, uh, the antidote to the poison in your body is in the safe. <laughs> but the combination of the safe is on the wall. Figure it out. And you're like, oh, oh, now you sick. See, I like that shit like right. that. I, I, I like, oh, we gonna teach you kind of, kind of yeah. shit like that. So, that's what made it great. Like old girl who became his assistant and her challenge was uh, getting the needle. Uh, it wasn't her getting it was a bunch of needles because she was a drug addict. Yeah, well, so, okay, well, and that was actually Xavier's thing because he, he was a drug addict but he, he didn't go in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was his thing because he, he was somebody who did heroin put up the needle so like, oh, you want to do heroin? Alright, well, the key to get to the case that has your ando in there for your poison that's killing you is in that bed of needles. Dive in there and get it. Wow. I like, I, is it wrong? Yes, because people are going to die. I'm saying, yeah. but the, the scenario of them having to make these choices to, to uh, you know, save their own life from what they've been doing to themselves. If Chris Rock could bring that back, then I'm all for it. Yeah, just don't Chris Rock it too much, you know. Don't and I'm saying, but once again, like Jordan Peele, I would if Jordan, if somebody told me from if I have to watch a Key and Peele, like you know the Southern Food. That's what everybody hit, said. Everyone, and, we were like, no. And then Jordan Peele called, and when I heard Jordan Peele call with a harp, I'm like, for what? Then we saw that trailer. We was like, oh. Because here's the thing, I like Jordan. Jo- uh, uh, was it Jordan Peele? Yeah, yeah. I like them, but are they like the funniest duo that ever existed? No. So I'm like a a, a 
car, dang. And they said, I seen Get Out and it was legit creeped out. I see us. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this man's head? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hug him. Right. Now, uh, another thing, quick thing about, uh, mm-hmm. then we'll get to the next topic. I saw this one trailer. I forgot to mention it. I forget. It's called Never Let Go, I think. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy whose uh, niece dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, his uh, his niece was calling, like, Uncle, can you save me? He got to the house. They're all dead. Yeah. And he gets a call from her phone again. And he answers the phone. It's his niece. Like, hey, I'm just calling you. And realize like she is in the wrong day. She's This is happening. She's calling from the day before this is the, the murder is about to happen. Damn. And he's trying to figure it out. What? So it's like your name, almost. Uh-huh. So he's stuck uh, in a time loop or something? Uh, in a way. It, it almost, it almost yeah. like the Haunted Going Hill House. Right. But remember, she kept seeing the hanging woman. Right. Before yeah. she right. even got, yeah. that was her? That was yeah. her. I was like, that's That a, shit was, yeah. wow. I saw people who really didn't series. like that, but I liked that I like twist that. at the yeah. end where I was like, oh my God, it's her. That, like, was, that, was, was, that was a great show. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so something like that original idea and mm. just bringing it like, huh. I mean, I know it's not really going to happen, but it's like. What if? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Now we're gonna get to the Lion King. Oh. The circle of life. So I just can't wait to be I just can't wait to be done. I just can't wait for this to be over. Yeah. Now getting into the movie. The first scene, they really shot for shot. Right. Yep. Did the pride rock, and it was beautiful. I was like, "This is a spectacle." Be, be, to see. Before we get into there, it, it, it's, I just want to say this. Yeah, people out there listening, I know it's a spoiler review. If you seen the Lion King from nineteen ninety two, you've seen this movie. My, my sisters, <laughs> they came over today. They was like, "I said, yeah, I saw the Lion King." They were like, "Don't tell us about it. About what? It's right over there." there. <laughs> You've seen it. Here is the VHS. Yes. Okay. Don't tell us about it. Why? What's going to be different? What am I telling you that's not... What's going to be different? So, those people out there who who are just so sensitive about spoilers, I mean, I get it. Spoiler alert. This is The Lion King, okay? It's been out. I'm just saying, look, and I am not going... We've seen this movie already. Yeah. So, I will talk about some of the shit that I like. Uh I did not like... And I want I want to ask you the question yeah. of what do you look for when we get to the end of the spoiler review? Uh-huh. What do you look for when Disney makes these live action remakes? Gotcha. Yeah. But yes, Prime Rock shot for shot. Even the buzzers going past the, yep. the elephant's the, feet. The, I was looking at it as the the ants crawling on the brain. I was yeah. like, this is shot, shot for shot. shot. And I was like, this is a spectacle. I hope this is not the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's the back of my. Head. I was like, well, I hope this is not the whole movie. And it was great. I liked that movie. Now, one thing I gotta say: the visual aspect, without a doubt, the visuals are completely stunning. Beautiful. They're some of the best I've seen in a while. John Favreau gets a high mark. It's, it's like, he gets high marks for that. It's like mind blowing. Like some of the mannerisms of the animals were just like the problem were the faces. Now, I read reviews of it and said they can't express emotions like the animated. Of course, they're not. But these faces were really dull. But and I'm, and, but then I'm looking back at Jungle Book. They had more emotions than that. I was just about to bring it up. 
They they have much more emotions in their faces in Jungle Book than they did this. So I'm like, how did this not transfer well? I could tell you. I was just I was just talking about this the day before you came over. Um, the issue between Lion King and Jungle Book is that Jungle Book changed things. Lion King did. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the story. No, no. Uh, but, so, but, but, but hear me out. When they get to uh, what is that orangutan? King something from I, I forget his name from, from Jungle Book, right? I know okay, so in the cartoon you got the a doobie doobie. I do. Yeah. I want to be like you. I, and, and they was having Baloo was it was in the coconuts and everything. They was all dancing around with the monkeys, right? Yeah. They know that they cannot sell that song with those monkeys' faces, right? So if you recognize, they changed the song, they changed the mood, and they changed him. He was a big ass orangutan, he was huge. and at the and two he was played by Christopher Walken, first of all. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they were, he was kind of like drinking it, like kind of like talk singing it yeah. in a way to the point where he he just letting anybody know that you know uh, it, it's great to be me. That's my little theme, but I don't need all monkeys doing it because I'm not going to sell it. And having a human Mowgli there helped it. Some of the things I believe that if they just if they probably add their own spin to it, it probably could have it could have came off a little bit different. Because if you look at it, uh, Baloo the bear, when they, when with him and Mowgli sung Bear Necessities, they changed the way they did it in yeah. the movie than they did in the cartoon. Because you can't sell Baloo like that. You had Bill Murray doing it, and then you had Mowgli selling your emotion for you, and you just see them uh, on his stomach going down the stream. They changed it. Because they know you can't get that bear to give you the same manner as this blue did. Right. But instead, Lion King, on the other hand, said, we're going to do it the same exact way. And I think a lion is a top three animal that's the hardest face to change. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, you can't... All these animals are, like, legit wild animals that you're not getting the motion out of lions. They're just stoic all the time. Yeah. So the person you the only animal in this you could have got any kind of emotion out of probably was a monkey, and that was it. That, see, look, because remember when um, Rafiki went to Pride Rock, right? Mm-hmm. And he sees Mufasa. Okay, in the cartoon, he hugs Mufasa. Mufasa's like, oh, <laughs> Rafiki, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you can't sell that in the movie, right? Yeah. But what you can do is Rafiki goes up there and he hugs him, and you can see Mufasa bring his paw around and just close the eyes. And not not to say you could do that. Yeah. You can change it. It's small things. The, the really, small things yeah. that, about this this line is showing some type of emotion that this monkey's here. Because when he got it, he just looked at him like, all right, go do your job, bro. Right. And I was like, well, damn. They, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, and first of all, I'm still mad that he didn't bring his kid out to the end. Right. You know, I was like, what? I'm waiting for the him and Simba talk. Like, uh, like, oh, what you do? You hit me. That's yeah. in the past. Well, I was like, Come on! If if you're gonna make a remake, take the best parts, keep and, those, yes, and change the other stuff. Like one, the green fire and be prepared. I was just like, it, be prepared was a whole mess for me. That that pissed me off. They the most. chopped it up. That pissed me off the most. Supposedly they chopped it so that they could they could put Beyonce's spirit. Th- that was a poem. But you could have still, you could have done the whole be prepared. Right. I don't think that. First of all, I was ready for Chua there to get his uh, his ego. I was ready for Mordor to come. And, and it's suicide. I was like, "Where is it? I'm like, getting it." Bro. I need a time check. Oh, uh, 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 it, it, it's eleven fifty-one. So here's the thing: I was like, because okay, I started. I'm getting off. Forget to check you. 
When it comes to the voice actors, who did you like? Timon and Pumbaa. I love Timon and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa were the best things about this movie. Seth, Seth Rogen and uh, uh, Bill. Is it Bill? I forget the Timon actor name. Yeah, I had to go. F- I can't find him on the phone. I, rem- but I was wondering the same thing. I remember him in. Uh, I seen him in Parks and Recs. Mm-hmm. And he was a character that was always yelling all the time. Yeah. So I was like, I can see him as Timon, but he was Timon to the point where it was like, I don't even remember what the original voice actors are. Yeah. Because they did that so well. Did you like John Oliver Zaza? Yes. He was annoying. Well, he was annoying so to a good me. part. He was annoying to a good part. Where oh. I was like, I kind of like this. Like he's just like sidetracked. Like, yeah. Oh, did I tell you about this? this is, his mind is twirling uh-huh. all the time. I will never go against James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Yeah, never, 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 ever. Even though, however, even I liked him in the animated more than I did. You sure? Movie. I swore he copied and pasted. I mean, he's old, so yeah. I swore he copied and pasted. I, I was yeah. like, I, bro, I swore <laughs> that they probably grabbed this from uh, <laughs> the original Lion King movie, and they just said, "Oh, uh, just roar." Exactly yeah. <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Who else did I like? Um, did you like Beyonce? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Straight like up and down. <laughs> I, I, I I never thought she was a good actress at all. I mean, she's uh-huh. not a good actress, but she don't really have to be a great actress to do voiceovers, especially yeah. in this capacity, right. where it's like you're doing a voiceover here, and we're not asking you to like do the to emote with your face like how some people they they capture the emotions of the people when they're talking, and that gets put into the character like say a Hulk in right. Avengers. They didn't do that. So, I mean, she sounded like just like any other person to me. Who else was it? Um, How about, um, well, we've got the hyenas. Yes. The hyenas was uh, not Okoye, but it was the one Ayo. that was in. Yeah, Ayo. She was Shinzi. Yeah. yeah, she was Shinzi. I didn't mind her. I like, I like Keegan. He wasn't as annoying as I thought he was going to be, which Eric Andre was annoying. Oh, who was, so, oh, Eric Andre was yeah, the annoying one? Yeah. Okay. So I, I was that. like... Eric Andre is ex- annoying to Yeah, me. he is annoying character. So I was like, okay, this Eric fits Andre's from where? Uh, I don't know. He's on a lot of adult he, yeah, stuff. I don't know what else he's been in. He's like, he got that name. Yeah, he's on an He got like a Space Coast to Coast name. The show is kind of like... The show is really dumb. It's weird. It's like really weird. The only thing I've ever seen him do that was any remotely anything funny was anything when he's done with Hannibal Burris. But besides yeah. that, it's like um, that's pretty much the whole show <laughs> with Hannibal Burris. Now uh, Keegan, I actually liked in this movie. Mm-hmm. He had a good ongoing joke that I was like, "Thank you for not overdoing it," because to me, Key is not good without Peel. Uh-huh. But Peel is so great without Key, and it's it's like hauling oats. You, you Nobody <laughs> comes back for oats. Yeah, exactly. Um, how about Chuatel? Chuatel, Chuatel, I can know. Jeremy Irons, Jeremy Irons. I was longing for Jeremy Irons, but I can't say that Chuatel did bad. But I was just like, Jeremy Irons is still alive and well. He didn't do bad. (laughs) It's just, it's I, as a villain, I hated Scar. That's how I knew he was written well. I told you I hate Jeremy Irons until Batman Superman. Right, yeah. It took Batman yes. Superman Alfred and, and just, you know I forgive you. It was just some of the mannerisms Scars did, like yeah. to make him like, like Scar did everything in this movie that he did in the last movie. Mm-hmm. But it made sense for his character in the last movie to do the stuff he did. 
because yeah. he was just so like, oh, I don't want to get my paws dirty or anything like like mm-hmm. like all those villains at the time were very flamboyant, like yeah. Jafar and all that. So that's why I liked Discard then. He he had more the life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one was just oh, like God. yeah, this he he disappointed me. Um, and speaking of disappointment, uh, Rich is going to go right to uh, Donna Glover. <laughs> I'm shocked, man. That's your bull. He he is my boy. He is. I liked him when he came into um, Hakuna Matata. When he had that intro, I was like, yes, sing it. And then after that, I was just like, you are so mellow right now. What? <laughs> Come on. Well, now, now you gave me, I was, I was going to give you mine. I did not like Ayo as a shot. I uh, about to say Ashanti. Ashanti? I mean, that? also an African name. Shinzi. Oh. Shinzi. Shinzi. That's kind of big shoes to fill yeah. with. Whoopi Gold. I yeah. was like, "Where's my Whoopi Gold?" Uh-huh. I did not. You know what? Because Peel got a key, key, and Michael Key. Um, he, he was fine, mm. but that ongoing joke died for me. I hated it. Mm. The whole like, "Yo, I need my space." I actually liked that. I was that, like, that joke it, bothered me. It kind of, it kind of bothered me like, like the Pootie Tang joke with Chris Rock when he would say something and the guy would be like, "Yeah, man, you know." I just said that. I hate that ongoing joke throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm just a like, random reference to pool, but okay. So, <laughs> when I was watching the original Lion King, right, one thing I liked about the hyenas was, one, the, 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 the hyenas, they laugh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would just joke the whole time. And I missed, so I was, I was telling them, I was like, when we go over, she kidnaps uh, Simba and Nala, and she's like, they're doing all these jokes for the cup. She's like, oh, I got one. Make my a cub sandwich. And then they laugh. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, wait a minute. Did, did we order smell to go? Why? Because there it go. And they, <laughs> they didn't have none of that. Yeah. And I was just like, it, it was all threatening. And like, you know, if I start here to save you, I'm gonna, I, I, I want to have a cub. I'm like, Whoa. I've been waiting for this meal all my life. Like, I'm like, girl, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, if I had to pick a hyena, I would have picked designer. The rapper designer, because his <sighs> just but, but like, you know, no, like yep. no, 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 he, he would have been Donnie from the Wild Thornberry. Yeah, you got that, <laughs> yeah, but, you but, got that. But, 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 but I as, agree with him as a hyena. He fits the Ed character yeah. from the original one, the exactly, one that couldn't yeah. speak. Yeah, I would have been like, just throw him in the booth, have him, yo say a rap. It's like, <laughs> okay, we got it. It, it, it would have worked today. There was no, I didn't laugh anytime the hyenas was on there like I did in the original one. Yeah. I hardly laughed at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I chuckled. Yeah, chuckled. I, I chuckled. More Only when Timon and Pumbaa. Pumbaa. I was like, ha. And uh, that was the most I really got out of the movie. I did like Baby Simba from Little. That's, yes. That's so what I wanted. Adorable. I wanted to bring him back, uh, J.D. McRae. Yeah. When I saw him, because, first of all, I saw Little the other day. So yeah. it was just the time it was right. Yeah. Hearing him singing that movie, I was like, golly, that boy can sing. He can really sing, right? <laughs> that yeah. boy can sing. And then he. I loved him. It, this was probably the best uh, rehash of the song in yes. all the movie. I can't wait to be king. Yes, he killed that for me, and I, yeah. I was like, I, "You did a perfect job." Uh, a homegirl from uh, us. I, I mean, she was cool as that Nala. was her. They yeah. didn't really give her any. But they didn't give they, they yeah. nothing to, to do. I was like, right. she barely talked. She right. really did. She had like a smooth five ten minutes in the movie, and then she was gone. Yeah. I was like, oh. Now I enjoyed Tuatel Edge of Four as a Scar. Scar. because no, I was like, there were moments like y'all didn't see me in my seat. I was laughing. I was like, he going for that ego right there. Yeah, I, because he, he brought in there, but it was just that 
the flamboyantness that Jeremy Irons brought it's just to so them. iconic. It, it is it's very iconic yeah. to it. And then we get to Simba, like adult Simba. <laughs> and you know the thing is, I was like, I was I was cool with Childish Gambino. I said, this is a talented guy. Yeah. And I I seen here's a, I seen him play uh, flamboyant. I've seen him play uh, uh, metrosexual. I've seen him do all this in solo. So I know he has the ability to like, do that. He has range. He, not uh, that much. Not, not, I don't think he has because he, he has range in the right soul. roles. Yeah, he has yeah. range in the right roles. This role, I don't think he was given the, so the best. When he came out to just uh, you know, uh, uh, I was like, okay, he's doing all I was right. Like, he could, he, he was singing that. It, it, it went by the but I was like, he's doing all right. And then, then he had to do. Can you feel the love in the mid afternoon? Yeah, <laughs> half past one. I t- it, the sun was beaten on that land, and I'm like, but why? Are y'all it was that? cringeworthy when he first found Nala. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I was just like, I was like, have y'all? Never been excited to it's see like, him coming nah, like, Yo, you want to come to the forest? <laughs> yo, when they was in the original IK, he was just talking. So, oh, I'm going. And like, yo, oh, hold up. The way Nala looked Simba, and she gave him that look, I was like, I never been turned on by a lion. <laughs> Nala had big room eyes. The Simba lion like, gave oh. her big room eyes. The purpose of that song, cause I know I'm going all over the place. The purpose of why that I like about that song is. The purpose of it is he spent the whole day with her when they finally came back, yes. talking, catching up, showing her around. And then it, it was like, oh, my God, how much I missed you. And then it's nighttime. Can't feel the love tonight. And they start arguing until the nighttime when he was just like, yo, stay here. And she's like, no, you got to come back and be king. Yeah. That was the thing. She came back. As soon as she got there, she's like, Simba, hey, it's you. You're alive. We need you to be king. Yeah. I'm like... You no, everything happened in like a day. It was it felt like, everything was happening when the Avengers saved the world timeline. Like seriously, it's just and it's I'm too I'm, quick. I'm sitting there thinking like they don't it, like this is Disney. Y'all could have time for the movie to the animation was only ninety minutes. Right, you could have time. You made a two hour movie for what? Mm-hmm. Beyonce song wasn't even that long. It was. I don't think. That's why I said, and her her song didn't really conflict with anything. He was literally just running from yeah, the jungle exactly. to catch up with her. And then as soon as he caught up with her, the song was off. And I was like, y'all made it sound like she was fitting to have a whole knockdown, Music drag video. out. Yeah. Yeah. Lines coming out. The, lines coming out the woodwork and just like <laughs> dancing with her. about to happen. But you know, I was telling my wife in the car, I said, this... This was supposed to be their Black Panther 2.0. And what I mean by that is because, look, I'm telling you, people are going to say how they think they would feel now if they had brought back some of the original actors. Look, the the 98% or 95% of the original acting cast was white. Yeah. Except look, for the singers. Except for the singers. So and you're looking at it like, okay, well... We're in Africa. This is a, this is an African story. Mm-hmm. This is a thing of our people. We should have we should be represented in that way. I'm all for it. And then we go get like and then we get some of these powerful actors and actresses to be Nala Simba because even in the play, it's black people doing the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and everybody likes to play like because that's what it is. It, you know, bring back the culture of it. And then all I hear from potential. black people yeah. is that I want Jeremy Irons. 
I want this, but I'm just like, but see, you would have never had said that if they had when they came back and they had casted him, right, in that role. But even if you had just did him and brought back Whoopi and gave Rafiki to old head Black Panther, which is what they did, because I'm sorry, I went with John Mahatsu. I would have went with John Mahatsu. So. Old head Black Panther ain't really that great. Okay, I'm not saying that he was he's that great. John Mahatsu is fine. He's also a black actor. I'm just saying Robert Guillermo is is has gone. He's passed. Yeah. So he couldn't have come back and reprised his role. Oh. But Whoopi's still alive. Even if you just put Jeremy Irons in there. I'd be like, alright. There were some times I can't believe I'm saying this shit. There excuse my language. There are some times that I was like, there. I was actually mad that Matthew Broderick did some better lines than Charles Gambino. <laughs> I was mad, and I love them both. Which is sad. I love me some Matthew Broderick. I know when Matthew Broderick gets enough. Yeah, but, but, like, like trust me, Decker Halls and Godzilla. I'm done with Matthew Broderick. Okay, but I'm just saying. But there were some lines that he did, even when they was talking about the stars and some of that. Right? They had it, and then when they, they was making fun of him, and what, what he thinks like this, yeah. Who, who would think of that? Uh, I'm gonna go. And I was I'm just like, like I was like, bruh, wake up. Gambino, <laughs> wake up. But Matt Bob was just like, <laughs> he laughed. He's like, yeah, he know. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, uh, I gotta go. He sold it. How does he? I'm like, there's no way in hell that Matthew Broderick should have sold that line better than Charles Gambino should have. I told, like I told him, I think the problem is. Name me a movie or show where he has played a drama, a straight up drama, in a straight up drama where he's a character that had to evoke a lot of emotion outside of a comedy setting. But you can say the same about Matthew Broderick. You can say the exact at that year in ninety two, he was he was known as Fearless Bueller. Fearless Bueller, yeah. At that time, you could make the same argument about Matthew Broderick. First of all, by the way. Listen to me on this microphone. I am nowhere in the world saying that we got a Matthew Broderick Gambino feud going on here. <laughs> I enjoy both those men, okay? And uh, I, I enjoy both their actors because I did have different range of different things. Yeah. And I'm not. Even, I'm not even out here saying that he was a better Simba. I'm just saying that some of the delivery was better. Some of delivery was. Some of Matthew Broderick's delivery as Simba was just better than Gambino's was. I. And, I was just saying. I don't think. I think that. Donald Glover hasn't reached that point where he can evoke that kind of emotion without us seeing him. That's that's what I was because there is no there was nothing there because we talk about the original Matthew Broderick. Yes, he sold it, but we also had expressions and all kinds of and like actual not like animation as far as them drawing it, but like animation from the characters to help sell what was going on. That's why it was not feasible for us to be looking at the nasty ass looking hyenas and they, they doing jokes and laughing and everything. It just didn't, they look more foreboding than they did in the original because they were cartoons. So you could get away, just like we, we were talking about Rafiki, I was like a, reg, a real monkey wouldn't be doing all the shit Rafiki was doing in the in the original Lion King. It's just they stuck for, for, for once sticking to source material did not work out for the better because if y'all are really going by how animals behave in the animal kingdom that's not going to sell me for a movie it's like watching voiceovers on Animal Planet I don't want to do that look but that's that, that's great and I agree with you that do it the Jungle Book way because you get the easy answer 
is to always say the animation is just not going to be the original. But there were people in the movie, because I said that invoked some of the personality in the lifeless creatures. I didn't say lifeless, but that's the way they just came off as soulless creatures. Right. There were people that, that that did it, and the only thing about game, like I said, she she said to me in the car a point that I, I think it's a good point that he was trying to make an expression of a depressed symbol, being hurt, being hurt, mm-hmm. and you know how well I mean you know a, a lion can't go to therapy, so to saying, but being a hurt symbol for all these years, yeah, I respect that. I can't get that out of that, but I, I think that's what he was yeah. trying, yeah, to trying to do. Yeah. I really think if Gambino just was Gambino? Yeah, I really think it would have came across better. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to be like, I'm gonna try something. I've seen this man cry over a robot that he was having sex with. Okay, in Solo, and I was like, Oh, Solo! I was like, I was like Andy Griffith. I was like, Bro, you shouldn't be carrying on like that <laughs> over something. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But no, he 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 was. He as Lando. He, Lando's a metrosexual. Yeah. Yeah, he just fuck anything. So that's not metrosexual. But go ahead. Okay. Well. Okay. So what's 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 the sexual? Pan. I believe pansexual is when you're attracted just to a person, not and not gender. If that's what you're going for. Well, well, he was he he was attracted to a robot. Okay. Okay. So when the robot died in Solo, he loses his like uh, he he is crying. He on the knees. He's like oh. He, he, he's also, I'm like, bro, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> what is the wrong with that? But he, <laughs> but he sold it for me. I was like, yo, bro, you really had a relationship with this robot? Now, the but, thing with, I think, Donald Glover playing roles where he playing a character that was previously, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, previously played, is that he's playing the actor instead of playing the character. Uh-huh. Because I've seen bits of Solo where it's just, he's just doing an impression. Of Billy D. Oh uh, yeah, of Billy D. Uh huh. And I felt like he tried to do an impression of Matthew Broderick as Simba, which didn't roll off as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's his own character, he gets that range. Yeah. That he wants. I got that. Then if I go into you just brought up Rafiki, right? Mm-hmm. Barely in the movie. I know you can't. I know you can't sell the way Rafiki was in the original, but there is a way. That you can show, have him be more excited because even when, uh-huh. when if you look at science experiments, stuff, when a monkey gets excited and he start going around chipping around, yeah. it, that's, that's a natural, around, yeah. natural habit. He could have did that. I had to sit here and watch Simba's hair go through giraffe shit and yeah. all the way through the, to the pride lane. That scene got more screen time than Rafi get himself. So, that's why I was like, "Why are we doing this like, so much?" It really went through giraffe shit. It did. What's a dung beetle? I was like, why, we, why is this beetle yep. getting so much screen time? And when he came back, he grabs the hair. This kid was going to be the king after the king passes on. And uh, we thought uh, he was dead. And we thought he was dead. And you realize by the spiritual power that this kid is alive. And the only thing that came out your mouth was Simba. Simba. And then you're like, he's alive. This Rafiki in the original one was jumping up and down like yo, bro, we ain't gotta do this shit no more. He's here, <laughs> and then ah. and since he come, he, he said that he was just like he was actually trying to sell it to him something. When he was getting the he's like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like he was selling something. He was doing it. He was like he's returned. Then he had to go find him, and then he was being the scary witch doctor monkey. Yep. Now maybe you can't do that in the in the live action <laughs> one, right? But then you ain't gonna just go to talk about some. Yeah, yo, just leave me alone. He was like, hey. 
your dad's alive. You want to see him? That's pretty much what happened. And I was, yeah, like, I was like, yo. So, hey, kid, you want some candy? That, that's exactly basically what, what he did. You want to help me call my lost puppy? Like, where's my dad? Right here. No, you. And then I'm waiting for... I'm waiting for Mufasa. That, this was the scene uh, I was waiting for. Everybody seemed to be so upset Mufasa about this Mufasa manifesting in the clouds. I was like, oh, I know. With the technology they got today, it's going to look good. That's a pretty sky. But where's... There's uh, your thunderclap. Oh, there he was. There he was. They, they, had, they had the light and they showed a lion's face. Just eyes. That's just any, eyes. That's, and that's, I was that's like, any lion's face. That's any lion's like, face. You have got to be kidding me. I don't, <laughs> so, y'all, I don't, I don't know. I will say this. I don't feel like this new Lion King is a kids movie. It's not. You tell me what six, seven year old kid is fitting to sit through this Lion King. Someone who ain't seen the original. Someone who has not seen the original. I don't think it's going to capture their attention. I don't think it has anything to do with the original. This movie, I'm trying to sit here. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, if I was a kid, what would draw me in? Kids don't give a shit about the visuals being nice. It's one thing for the visuals to be nice and there to be bright colors. Because this movie does get dark. And it's like, it's with the original where there was animation, yes, there was, uh, it was really nice and everything was uh, brightly colored. And the characters were more engaging. I can't see somebody my niece's age sitting through this Lion King and being enthralled with it like we I agree, were cause I started getting bored until Timon and Pooba got hopped on so and I'm just like bro we're adults and I was sitting there like I feel you feel all two hours of this movie yeah you do you feel like I, I agree you feel all two hours when I saw you put your feet up I said oh damn we <laughs> oh, been here for yeah, a minute <laughs> we been here for a minute you guys had to be in the movies with him <laughs> never he don't As put, he his, put feet his feet up. up. He don't eat nothing. He was drinking my soda. He was putting his <laughs> In feet up. Rare I said, oh, <laughs> we've been here for a minute. This is the yeah. second movie this year. I see. I see him actually physically. You know how you look at your wrist like, well, how long we got this left? This is the second movie this year where he is like just been out of character. What's first one? Guys, guys, yeah, we were, were both. I was just like, 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 yo, bro. When I turned around and I saw you like do the figurative looking at my wrist, like how much time we got left? I said, oh damn, it's I, real. That's why I said. You are, and you're the movie guy. You always say, I'm the movie guy. I love yeah. movies. Whenever I see you disengage in a movie, I'm just like, damn, this show must really be ass. Not <laughs> like, it, or it might, not, it must not be what was expected, yeah. basically. So I'm just sitting here like, I definitely can't see taking my niece to this movie and her being into it. Especially if she never saw the first one. She's not going to have the nostalgic ties to the, I just can't wait to be king and be mm. prepared and all like we do. Right. Yeah. That was basically all I was waiting for was the songs. So it's like that it perks up a little bit at that point, but what about that, you know, is really is really gonna engage a small child? Like because we were what? Well when Lion King came out, we were what, five, six? Mm-hmm. One. I was looking at him. <laughs> I was looking I'm, at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cause I knew I was like he gonna be like I was a I was an embryo, but uh, <laughs> but and I loved Lion King. I just was talking to my mom and dad. I was like, remember when I had that big giant Mufasa? I had a Mufasa that was almost big as me. 
I combed that Mufasa's hair. I took him everywhere with me. I, I, I had Lion King Superman. I had I had the Lion King uh, comforter. Well, yes, every little I had black Lion child King comforter. had that Lion King comforter. I had the Lion King comforter. I had that thing till my mom washed it and the colors came out. Okay, that thing was with me. I think I still got the pillowcases. It, <laughs> if I if it had survived, I'd have taken it with me to college. I don't care. But I, they don't have that connection to it like uh-huh. we do. This is not going to be something that they carry into their adulthood and be like, hey, you have to watch this remake of The Lion King. I just don't right. feel like that about this movie. It's like, just watch the original. Yeah. It Like like I said, Lion King's a great movie, but um, before we get to that, your last point, what was it again? Of what? The, your question that you oh, asked. So my question I have for you is, this is going to keep making live, live action movies. Yeah, of course. Oh, they won't stop. So when you hear the news that they're making a live action movie, uh-huh. What do you look for in it? Now, of course I'm looking for adaptation. I just want to see what are they going to keep and what are they going to uh, make different. Mm. Same. This movie could have been different. Not mm-hmm. like The Lion King is a story that you could still sway. How? Because Black Panther technically was The Lion King. Yeah. That was a perfect... That, it had beat for beat. The whole Lion King movie mm-hmm. was Black Panther. That's what I consider the Black uh, the Lion King remake, yeah. in my opinion. So this movie just did not provide that for me. Aladdin did. It gave me a, it gave me a fresh taste of what like oh I didn't get this feeling of what I saw in the animation or I had the same feeling that I got when I watched the animation. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Jungle Book. It was like oh this is a refresher of what I seen back then with the Jungle Book because I didn't really care about the Jungle Book but this one I really cared about mm-hmm. uh, whereas Beauty and Beast is like this is the s- same exact movie Bruh, why I did I need like to watch this same so, frame for frame it um and which is why I'm excited for Mulan to see where they're gonna go with that I'm so I'm, I can't say I'm excited right now based I, on that trailer I'm only excited because this is going to the traditional Mulan story I know that's the only reason why I was like okay now I, I respect see. Keeping yeah. it closer to the actual culture and not making mm. it a caricature right. of the culture, as the original Mulan kind of did. But again, I feel like we're gonna be in the same boat where it's gonna be like, mm, this is not gonna be a kid movie. I don't think they're trying to mainly target kids. I think at this yeah. point they're yeah. trying to target the people who saw Mulan and Lion King and Jungle Book right. the first time. Say, hey. We want you to come and spend your money and bring your kids with you. That's right. basically because yeah. at this point, we are adults who have children. Right. So it's like, well, we know you want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. So bring your kids as an excuse. I don't think, but Mulan, I'm not sure it's going to translate. That story, I feel like, was easier to stomach for some people because of the songs and the like the way it was. Right. Done. Because... The same the people who saw Mulan are not the same people who saw Couch and Tiger Hidden Dragon. Yeah, and I agree. That's where we're going right now. Yeah, but I don't know. So, what I'm looking for, I'm just looking for a fresh, a fresh take. Mm-hmm. I don't want the same piece of bread that I bought last week. I like that. <laughs> okay. No, I, I like that. Okay, that's what I said. That's, okay. That's the best way I could put it. Um, rating for it. What did you give it? I. I'm stuck between two because if you have seen the original, I'll say it's a catch at a barbershop. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a, D. a D. Okay. D. If you're somebody, but see, once again, I know me. My If I did not see it, my curiosity would have killed me. Mm-hmm. So there's that hashtag give it a chance thing, mm-hmm. but it's a very low one because 
it, it, it all depends on the generation you're from. If I'm talking to my son or his cousins or anything like that, with this, yeah, hashtag give it a chance. Y'all may like it. Right. Maybe for y'all. But it ain't for me. And that's why I would say for our generation and older, it's a catch at the barbershop. Yeah, I agree. It's a catch at the barbershop. If uh, someone younger said, hey, you want to watch The Lion King? I'm going to pop in the VHS. Yeah, I'm, well, okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not spending money. Because they okay. do. Because Di- Disney is good for re-releasing no, no, some stuff on no. anniversary. I, I'm making sure they get that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the static and then. The, yep, yep. Yep. I want them to see all that. That's the Lion King experience. Other than that, I, this is a D. Yeah. This is a catch it at a barbershop. Run that tape back. This thing. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a catch it at a barbershop. I'll say it's a hashtag give it a chance. A low one. But it's not something... When I think of it, it's like, can you, uh, do you have to see this on a movie screen? Not at all. Obviously yeah. not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll get the same effect if you watch it on a nice TV. Mm-hmm. But you can watch it at home. <laughs> you don't got to watch it on the, the uh, Scrambly Barbershop TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, I know Barbershop getting TV, TVs are getting better and better <laughs> now. So <laughs> they're getting the HDMI core. Yeah, the haircut's getting worse and worse. Because <laughs> they're too busy watching the yeah. screen. Uh <laughs> But yeah, that was our review. Uh, check out the movie experiences should be up uh, now mm. if you're listening to this. We talk about anything we like. <laughs> yeah, <Besides> we, <laughs> we we yeah. So the actors, uh, I can't wait to be King Song. Um, I liked you with that I like John Oliver. I like Timon and Pumbaa. Pride Rock, Pride Rock was way too small. It was a small when we saw it. I was like, "That is small." It kind of reminded me of the Cave of Wonders. I was like, "That is a small." It, I will say, it, I feel like it, again, it was more to scale than mm. what it would have been in the actual like desert. Yeah, and that that's you get kind of spoiled by the animated version. And first of all, uh, Pumbaa wasn't even fat, so mm. those chubby jokes were like, "Okay, y'all didn't." <laughs> like he's not even chubby to me. But. No, he's stunk though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he, he was just a little slim thick. Yeah, like, slim thick. So skinny fat. On to our next topic. We have a couple news stories. Uh, Mr. Anian knows a little bit better than I do. He has the articles up. Uh, a black 007 Let's start yeah. with that. Oh, you didn't want to? Uh, <laughs> were you not ready you for that one? With, with another one? I <laughs> know uh, we, we don't want to talk about Scarlet yet. That's okay. from Q. It's, ah. Ah. <laughs> we had to get it. <laughs> Well, there is uh, rumors here. Excuse me as I pull this up. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't have it up yet. Uh, if you got the Scarlet uh, one, we could start with that. Hold on, I'm already, I'm already here now. Okay. So uh, there is a uh, in the next Bond movie. Uh, there's there's going to be a black female 007 who is going to be played by an African American woman that was that was. Uh, Play Carol Danvers' best friend in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be her. So uh, the, the thing is, of course, of of course, you know, it's getting a lot of hoopla because you know, take it over. But here's the thing: she's not James Bond. Exactly. Yeah, she's not. That's what I was like. Yeah, she's, she's not, not, not the main Bond. character at all. But what a lot of people kind of should understand is. 007 is a code name. Yes, it's just a. She's just a secret agent. Okay, yes. I was about to ask. Like, is yeah. that a 007? Now we are used to the uh, Sean Connerys, the Pierce Brosnan, the Daniel Craig's. The uh, what was the other two? Um, As a Sean Connery, Tim Dal- Timothy Dalton. Uh huh. It was 
Sean Carter, Timothy Dalton, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, Pierce yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a gorgeous man. Daniel Craig. Craig. And one more. I'd have to ask my mama. Yeah, so. She's the Bond. So with, with all those James Bonds, you know, there was, you know, uh, a certain code, code name, which is 007. So this one, it's looking like they're going to expand the 007 thing because Daniel Craig is still in the movie. Yeah. yeah. He's still, he's still James Bond. He's still James Bond. He's still the swallow, the swallow James Bond. But it's whether it's, whether this be a sidekick or whether this be uh, something else, is that when, when when I watch the spy movies or spy TV shows, that's the names. It's like it gets smart. Agent forty seven, something like mm-hmm. that. So there's gonna be an Agent forty eight, an Agent fifty, yeah. Agent forty nine. There's gonna be those different agents. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they heard 007 They just automatically thought There's a black woman That's going to be to Take the part of 007 Which in reality Anybody could be double, 007 Right But Daniel Craig Can still come back For the movie And me personally I'm fine with it Yeah I I, I I didn't I didn't know I don't know anything About 007 Yeah mm-hmm. The last one I seen Was Skyfall And I stopped After he got shot Off the train Cause <laughs> after that shot I was like Golly And then it yeah. just got boring After that uh, but other than that, I didn't. I'm not really a James Bond fan, so I didn't know the significance of what it means to be 007 uh-huh. when I heard this. So I didn't really. I don't think react. that there are people who probably do know the significance of 007, but it doesn't matter because it's a black person, yeah, mainly a black woman. Y'all know we the uh-huh. bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, uh, you know it's uh, it's very unfortunate that they these kind of backers got kind of has to happen. But when people don't like change or when people are affected of their way of life. You know, it's you know, it messes with their comfort zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does a lot. Now, and reading here that it's not even sure truly of what the role is yet. And I'm like, I'm like, we didn't even fully yeah. fully get into it yet. Because from what I've been hearing, James Bond has been like going against the organization in this series. Yeah. So I'm guessing she's going to be like the equalizer. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I, that's all I can think of. Right now, you're running out of James Bond villains. Yeah. To be completely honest, I'm wondering if it's going to be a sidekick type of not a sidekick. Like she's the next person in line, and she has to. You see her in the lab or something, because there's always somebody who's explaining his weapons and everything. Right. And you'll see her in the lab, and they'll be like, "Oh, James, this is the next 007." Uh, she's here learning the ropes or whatever, and she'll have a small part. Not, I don't want to say a big part, but it's gonna be like a small part. Either, either that, or they'll bring her in the fold like she's being trained, and then she'll end up being a villain because there are black James Bond villains. So, mm. yeah, yeah, Rami uh, Malik is actually gonna be the villain, from what I heard. Rami, Rami, yeah, Rami. Yeah. He oh, said, fancy. "I'm not going to villain if I'm going to be some terrorist." Good. <laughs> Good. He told him, "I'm not going to be in the movie if y'all want to give me a strip, and I'm just going to be some Islamic terrorist." They was like, "We'll be back." That's exactly what happened. I'm with it because that right there is the equivalent of people for years saying, "I'm not playing the maid. I'm not playing the thug. Yep. I'm not playing ratchet girl number two from next door." Don't, sir. Yeah. I I applaud you. Know your worth. You're like I have an For Oscar, real. so you're gonna treat me like it. Exactly. Yeah. I have an Oscar. I'm not coming in here yeah. playing uh, an Islamic version of the Mandarin, where I'm just a caricature of somebody who we see in a video on the new. No, I listen. I'm here for it, bro. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I wanna. Uh, 
this will probably be the first James Bond's movie I will Roger see Moore. in the theaters. Roger Moore. That's the one. I was. I, that's another James Bond. Oh, okay. Did they change throughout the years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, now once again, I wasn't alive. There could have been an uproar of Sean Connery, like you know, straight punching bitches. But <laughs> Have you seen like? Wait, isn't that the one where someone like grabs his pants leg and he just like elbows? Yeah, knocks her all the way. That was James Bond. That's Sean Connery, James Bond. Oh, first of all, Sean Connery was forced with everything he did. James Bond, he 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 forced kissed him. He he, He really did, bro. Like, trust me, I've seen enough Bond movies in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like borderline rape, and he has no issue whooping a woman's ass. And I I ain't talking about like. Like, like the way he elbowed her, I was like, "Oh, sh- her jaw gone." Yeah, I remember uh, one of my friends. He was like, "This gonna be uh, this is me because I'm faithful." <laughs> you see, I'm like, "God, Lee, what is this from?" But I didn't know that was yeah. That's, that's, that's Sean Connery, James Bond, right Jesus. there. Jesus. Uh, so, speaking of equal opportunity. Let's talk about Scarlett Johansson. She's getting every role. Uh, she's playing uh, Rosa Parks soon. Yeah. You stupid. And, uh, well, I do. She's know. going to be the first black James, black means, female James Bond. I didn't know where those memes came from until I saw the article. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she's going to be in uh, what was it, The Secret Life of Pets Three, and then uh, she's going. I think, I think she's going to be playing the tree. That they crawled around yeah. in Genesis. Now, the, I think it began with Ghost in the Shell. That's where it like started brewing. Yeah. But then the stove got turned on when it was like, all right, she's playing a transgender. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody started jumping on her. Then she backed out. She was like, okay, I can't. <laughs> like, Why? Yeah. Because as we see with Emmy nominated Pose, there are capable transgender actresses. First of all, Pose is here. a great show. It is I'm glad you wanted me. It is a phenomenal. My hairdresser put me on. I was like, show, "This is this is writing." For real, it's <laughs> a really like, good show. And if you haven't, show. if you haven't watched it, check it out. Yeah. So, but that shows like that show us there are transgender women who can play a transgender person. You don't have to just get right. a woman and be like, "Oh, she's trans." Like, no, these are actual women who have gone through the transition and are now they they were born men went through the transition and are women yeah. so yeah, I don't see why we need <laughs> right we don't need now, you to do this girl the crazy thing is I didn't even know until I was told uh, you know all of them are trans I was like oh they are mm-hmm. they look great <laughs> well so when she was being this is this, 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 this the first comment she made the very mm-hmm. first one yeah that she made and this was uh, with the interview that she was having uh uh, she says, mm-hmm. you know, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that's my job and the requirements of my job. I feel like it's a trend in my business and it needs to happen for various social reasons. Yet, there are times it does get uncomfortable when it affects the art because I feel art should be free of restrictions. Now, Scarlett Johansson has come out mm-hmm. and said that the person... Uh, in a statement that she gave to Entertainment Weekly, the adventure and game actress, because she, she only in one movie, Apparently. Uh, <laughs> clarified her <laughs> remarks and said that they were edited for clickbait and widely taken out of context. Uh-huh. So, uh, let me see. Okay. So then she comes out and says, this is what uh, she's saying. See, the question I was answering in my conversation with the, a contemporary artist, uh, David uh, Sal, so 
his name was out there, was about the conversation between political correctness and art. She said, I personally feel that in an ideal world, any actor should be able to play anybody in and art in all forms should be immune to political correctness. That is the point I was making. Uh, it didn't come across that way. I recognize that in reality, there is a widespread uh, discrepancy among my industry that favors Caucasian, uh, Christgender actors, and that not every actor has been given the same opportunities that I have been privileged to. Mm-hmm. I continue to support and always have the diversity in every industry and will continue to fight for projects where everyone is included. Right. So, for those I did, I mean, like... Look, did you say so, sis? <laughs> I, I kind of agree with her to an extent. As an actor, if you're given a role, you should be able to act that. However, messing someone's up, uh, if like, again, with the transgender, there are transgender actors out there and if you're given a role, you should know, like, no, there are actors. There are actors that are much capable of doing this well, that are better suited. We, we kind of hit two points. Just like she said, when we just talked about Romney Malik saying that I'm not going to play an Islamic terrorist. Mm-hmm. There are some of us who feel as though that all actors should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people are just about to check. Some people are just about to check. Some people yeah. just, just don't want to do that or don't see necessarily a problem. Then you have the ones where you know, people are being cast and it's like, it's not really their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes a director, a producer, the studio is looking for a certain somebody and if they could just play that part better, because right, right now on the outside looking in, you'll say, look, I'm not an actor. You know, I don't go to Hollywood. Hollywood's a bad place anyway. Yeah. So, but there may be something like this, like the Holly B- B- Bailey thing. Maybe they saw something in her Right. That, that they just want in their version of Ariel. Fine. You know, like, like I said, I don't mind being black woman, white woman as a mermaid. It doesn't really matter yeah. to me. All I want to know is can the girl act. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, she can sing. But yeah, she can sing. She can act. I'm saying, but you know, you got one of them Disney channels, so I do both. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you. But then you, you have some of the things like, okay, so if Ghost in the Shell, because it's an anime, so honestly, anime is. is, is very, you know, Japanese culture. Right. So they're saying, well, could you got you could have got a Japanese actor to portray that or things of that nature. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Probably probably could have. Yeah. It probably I did it wouldn't change the movie. Right. You know, it wouldn't change the movie at all. You know, but I, I, I do think that uh it, you know it's a very thin line. Mm-hmm. That she don't want to cross because I'm I'm also on the fence of you should I, I hate watching cowboy movies that my dad watches because this is white people paint up as Native Americans right. and there was no Native Americans to ever you know act in that and I still feel that today that if they're the people that are out there that qualify to do that you should be able to, to get that mm-hmm. and then uh, the transgender thing. I mean the same thing. So I, I guess I I just am on you know uh, the side of that's where it should probably go. But go ahead, you can see please. So here's my thing. In casting calls, people will specify what they want, and it's usually exclusionary to minorities and whatever the minority group is. If it's like I need a 
five five blonde girl blue eyes y'all have no problem saying that but what is the problem what is the issue with saying i need a five foot four japanese actress uh with whatever attributes because they're out there it's just like when the whole thing was always Saldana. when she wanted to play when she played Nina Simone and she defended it to the hilt because she's like well I you know I auditioned or I was offered the part first of all the person who offered you the part shouldn't even been doing the movie because you don't have respect enough for Nina Simone as the actual person to go and find somebody who looks like Nina Simone who the whole point one of the whole points of her singing career that she was a political activist under the guise that because she was a dark-skinned black woman that was a whole thing that was a part of her as a person and y'all went and deliberately got someone who was of mixed race lighter skin had to actually darken her skin and give her a prosthetic nose to play this person at some point it's not just about being an actress that takes the role or doesn't sometimes it's just like if it is based in a material where the culture or the color of the person or something about this role is very distinct and connected to something, then at, at some point you gotta be like, all right, bro, this ain't for me. It's it's one thing like stuff like this happens all the time with Ariel, where they like they change her from a, a white woman to a, a black girl because, but we didn't know about it because it was back in the day you didn't have social media for everything to get out into the universe, right. like. One random example. Saved by the Bell. If you ever watch Saved by the Bell, Lisa, who was played by Lark Voorhees, was originally wit written, I believe they said, for a white Jewish girl who was rich and spoiled. And Lark Voorhees came in and auditioned for the part just because she liked the part and they liked her enough that they just changed the character. But who she was was not connected to... Uh, her main attributes weren't connected to what color she was. She was rich. She was spoiled. She was kind of a brat. Could she play that? Sure. I think the issue is we've been in this. This industry has been catering to people who look like Scarlett Johansson for so, so long. If she walks in and wants the part, or somebody says, "I like her," and the but the part is for someone who is expressly outside of who she is, they'll give it to her anyway. Whereas it's less likely for it to happen in the instance of like a Lark Voorhees with Saved by the Bell. You know, they just liked her just that much. That's that's cool. Or with Halle Bailey, they liked her just that much. They So they gave her the part. But I couldn't in good faith if the if I'm an actress and the part is for somebody who, who is like a Mulan and it's very steeped in that culture. I'm not going to be like, yeah, just make me a black samurai. Like, no. <laughs> there right. are black samurais I could play, but not her. Right. I'm just not going to do that. I, I mean, I understand what she's trying to say. Like, I'm an actor. I should be able to just play whatever role I'm given and without having to worry about any, you know, water and let the water roll off my back. Problem is now, is it political correctness or is it correcting all the wrongs that y'all have done since Hollywood existed like just like you said with the westerns where they were just painting um, white men and making them Native Americans or taping up white women's eyes and making them Asian women like uh, sometimes it's not for the sake of political correctness it is just correct it's not political at, at that point 
I'm not going to give you a role that is expressly meant for a Japanese person just because I like you. And there are comparable people. Just like there were comparable people who could have played Nina Simone. Viola Davis probably could have played Nina Simone. Nobody went and got her. So it's just like I see what she was saying. So I can't completely say, oh, she out of pocket. It's just at a certain point, when do you say yourself? This doesn't, I, it doesn't make sense. Also, when does the money not talk? Yeah. Like, it don't. It, <laughs> I'm saying because if you look at Ghost in the Shell, there's no way, I'll be honest with you, there's no way I would have seen that movie. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's no way my wife would have seen that movie. Mm-hmm. A Ghost in the Shell is like, Swag would have seen that movie. Just because you probably know about the source material. Right. Source ma- it has been proven that source material don't sell right. anymore. Because if it did, we, we would be hot in the 90s. And to be honest, Scar Johansson looked like the main character in the movie. She, so she might like, know that, but at that time when she was doing Ghost in the Shell, yeah. she got what? How many Marvel movies under her belt? Right. I mean, they didn't forget about all the other stuff Scar Johansson did, like mm-hmm. Lucy. But I'm just saying, but <laughs> but I'm just saying, but it's also just like they probably put her face on there. They're like, you know what? I just want somebody to sub movie. They probably had no respect for the source material. Gotcha. Okay, opposed, I see what you mean. Exactly. Opposed to saying like, look, I want to make a movie about Asian people, like Crazy Rich Asians, and because I'm just enriched in that culture. And I'll see where it goes. And it ended up being a success. It ended up making this money back because you you, you took a, you took a shot. It was representation. It, it, it was it representation because people, I think Hollywood is starting to, but not fully, understand oh, yeah. that yeah. people will come out if they're represented on camera, yeah. opposed to trying to get the biggest name to sell the movie. Right. True. And I was saying, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's a shame that money talks that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they had gotten a uh, a Japanese actress mm-hmm. to play that role, and it's like you know, maybe Ghost in the Shell would have been a bigger success. Now, apparently, the writing of the movie was just not that good. But right. I'm saying, but if that was the case, somebody who really is enriched. If you think about the movies that have strong representation of people who just care, or directors who just care, who want their story to be out or who, who want these people to get an opportunity that alone sells itself it does history has proven it at this point now yeah now that we know but, you can be represented because I think for a long time people probably thought they just couldn't nobody is like this people, nobody sat there and thought get out was going to make all that money or be that, that popular right. and it did Us is the third highest grossing horror movie of all Time. Third, horror movies don't gross that much money because right. they're horror movies. But then, when you have a representation of a black horror movie, then yeah, people are gonna go out there. You do got you. You live in a in a world with seven billion people. Six billion of them are not Caucasian. Right? They're not. You know what I'm saying? You have people from all over the world, all of the United States, and these movies are not just being played in. You know, New York and California, these movies are being played worldwide. So when you take this movie to China, Japan, or Italy, or something like that, you get you, you get you, you see you see the movie. They want to see themselves too, in a way. And you know, so 
it's unfortunate that the, mo- the money thing happened. I mean, I get both points here, mm-hmm. you know, and once again, we are in a, such a combustible element in Hollywood and in life that there is going to be no time for forgiveness, understanding, you know, researching or stuff like that. Like, if you say something, you got to say the right answer the first time. Right. Kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it is very unfortunate. And I'm like, look, I don't know what Scarlett Johansson goes through. This could be, this could be stressful that people on her, that, that come on her social media and her Instagram just be tearing her the fuck down because of the shit, the shit that she's in. And granted, she don't have to take that role. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. Because no matter what you say, you want to upset somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is a, she is a little further down, as we said about the totem pole earlier. Yeah. She's a little further down on the totem pole because as Tom Cruise was completely fine after his samurai movie, nobody seemed to care. Yeah. Except people who were like, no, no, why is right. he a samurai? But everybody else was like, oh, what's the problem? No. See, y'all, you reaching. I If that was Scarlett Johansson, if she actually had took this role and it was like a big movie mm-hmm. I don't know if I mean she has marble checks so she'll be fine but I don't know if outside of that people would be interested in casting her because she would bring too much controversy somebody like a Tom Cruise they don't seem to care a Tom Cruise for some reason can't do no wrong I don't understand so it so Top Gun 2 come out I'll tell you <laughs> what do not care about that movie <laughs> but let's care about these movies at the top 10 box office at number 10 we have Men in Black International, which brought $2 million in. Really? $110 million for the budget, $76 million uh, dollars total gross, which <laughs> it is not making into money. Number nine, Secret Life of Pets 2, $3 million uh, weekend gross, $80 million the budget, and $147 million total gross, which is very well for uh, Universal, actually, did this. Number eight, Midsummer, which is three million total gross. Uh, it doesn't show the budget, but it's eighteen million uh, total gross. I'm sorry, weekend gross was three million. Annabelle Comes Home was number seven, five million total gross. I'm sorry, five million weekend gross, sixty million total gross. No budget found it. Number six, Aladdin, two thousand nine. I'm sorry, two thousand nineteen. Six million total gross. Gosh, why am I? Oh, what, what is that? <laughs> what? You right? Six million weekend gross. One hundred eighty-three million budget. Three hundred thirty-one million total gross. Wow, it made that is Will Smith's highest grossing movie. Yeah, Will Smith's highest grossing movie. So it beat out Independence. Philly. Yep. Number five. Yesterday. Six million weekend gross. Budget of twenty six million, total gross of forty eight million. People really want to see that. Like yeah. I didn't know it was going to be that popular. Beatles. True. Beatles mm-hmm. is a big thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, Beatles to is a, lot a big of people. thing, but I was kind of like, yeah. Are they going to go see this movie? Yeah. Though I do want to see it, though. I do want to see it. Number four, Stuber. <laughs> really? Eight million. Tag. It made eight million dollars. Uh, it doesn't say the budget, which is pretty you sad. Don't need to. Yeah. Uh, number three, Crawl, twelve million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, for uh, twelve million for his opening weekend. Uh, budget was thirteen. Uh, thirteen point five million. That's gonna be oh, awesome. Money. So, and it's Paramount. I thought it was Bloom, uh, Blumhouse. If it was Blumhouse, the budget would be like nine million, five million. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, no. it's over ten. So it's like, yeah, no, like hey, 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 that's too much. 
Toy Story 4 is number 2, 20 million weekend gross, 346 million total gross, doesn't show the budget. And Spider-Man Far Far From Home, 45 million total gross, I'm sorry, 45 million weekend gross, 160 million budget, and total gross was 274 million. Mm. Let me ask you a question. Do y'all think Lion King will be number one next week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Disney's taking oh, the top three. Easily. <laughs> Disney be, is taking the top three. Easily will be number one. I think Lion King will probably make, make a smooth $70 million. Okay. Yeah. I don't, it's not him. Just curious. It's not him, Billy. But do you think it's going to have a sharp drop off like a, what was the movie that had a really bad drop off? X-Men? Yeah. Do you think it's going to have a sharp drop off? Not as sharp. <laughs> that, well, not like no, that. X Men was a steep. That fall. was like seventy. <laughs> that was like. Do you ooh. think it's going to drop off the second week? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I think it's going to have. Actually, a, actually, had a fall. I was trying to get his bounce. Like, Matt, I'm Let's sorry. Pull, what? Where is X Men? Um, yeah, where is it on the list? Right, number twenty-five. They took it out the theaters. <laughs> they had no choice. Twenty-nine. You were close. That, that, was, wow. that was good. Oh shit! Um, Shoot. Now. We got a little bit of time left. I wanted to do a quick swag on trivia. Sure. Um, you hear that music? It's about, yeah. Let's, I forgot about the music. Wow. Forgot about your own music. Sage doesn't like it. All right, swag on trivia. Now, in honor of the movie yesterday, I wanted to know if you woke up in a world where. An artist was not was did where no one knew about this certain artist, but you knew all their songs. What artist would you be? Michael Jackson. You knew that was gonna be his answer. Actually, I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna be Michael Jackson. I thought it was gonna be uh, New Edition. No. Michael Jackson's first. Okay. You think you'll pull out the dance moves too? Huge. Oh yeah. If I know about it, they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey Whiting. I never got you. Jeffrey Davis got nothing on me. I'm backsliding all up and down the sidewalk. If if y'all could see the the videos and the work they put into these dances at the wedding, you would know. Oh yeah. He don't. Care. We went to work. He don't care. <laughs> we went to work. He would dance his heart his heart out. <laughs> How about you, Lee Sketch? I'm, try- I'm hoping it's not Lauren Hill. Don't you start? Because yeah, she don't even. Get it. Say, well, maybe you'll get the rights to your own music if, say, if you do Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill. I don't be famous for like a year. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um... <laughs> If I could take out all the problematic things that she said as of late, probably Erica Badu. She's more of my. She be saying problematic things. She say some. I listen to it on turntables. <laughs> if y'all talk oh, about it, it's not. It's not like as like she did something right now, but she's older, and I think people seem tend to forget that she is of the baby boomer generation. Mm-hmm. So she has a baby boomer as thoughts. Okay. That don't really jive with how we think now. Gotcha. But uh, I. I guess because she's famous but not obnoxiously famous like I can't walk down the street and people will bom- like won't bombard me like right. I still like to be able to go to Target sorry y'all like I wouldn't be like Beyonce cause I, I gotta like, buy you know, this Target real quick before yeah. I go in it. exactly I don't I wouldn't want to be somebody like a Beyonce did I'm y'all like, see that uh, video of Michael Jackson just in the shop he was just I want that statue yeah, <laughs> I was yes. cracking. I was like, I want that statue. Give me that too. I mean, yeah. I'll take them all. Yeah. I was like, Yo, what type of money? Because he can. Okay. Because he can. Because <laughs> he can. Yeah. He yeah. said Michael Jackson was broke when he died. No, he was. He was celebrity broke. He was broke. <laughs> now I have three. Okay. Mm. 
I didn't know we could pick more than one. Oh, go oh, ahead. oh! If you guys want, if you guys got more, we. No, go ahead. Say what you gotta say. Say your uh, John Bellion. He is a singer. He's not really well known, Oops. but I really okay. love his voice. Even okay. though I won't emote his voice, I love his song. So somebody that really well known is not known now. You take it over. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to be like I don't want to be like star studying. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, J. Cole. Okay, I can see that. I like his uh, lyricism and all that. And Childish Gambino because of the creativity he does in his music. Yo, for real, I might be a Childish Gambino. My man's just like, I don't play right now. I'm right now. I'm going to just go. I'm going to be in a movie. You're right. I don't fight being. I don't fight working in the studio. I'm just going to be here. You stupid. <laughs> I'll just do the lines, I guess. Yeah. Nala? Nala? Is that you, girl? Is that you? I don't want to be king. <laughs> that was it you was, killed my father. It was, it, was like, some, it was quite a few anticlimactic moments in it. Like when Scar died, not which, when he got attacked no. by the hyenas, but like when he it, got knocked off prior. I was like, no, yeah, I wanted, that, I wanted that kick. You know that? that no, I'm sorry. Yeah, was like, she was dead. What's up, Dad? He was like, no. As he was going down the steps, anticlimactic. I was like, there he is. There he is. He was like, oh no, no, no. My family, we were going to sell. We were going to sell. No, no, no. That's exactly like, what happened. That and, okay, that was the other thing that annoyed me. Long live the king. Long Jeremy Irons. Long live the king. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Relief. He was like. And that, honestly, that's yeah. what I thought of when that moment. Because when I saw it actually happening, and I was like, this is not doing it for me. Right. I was just like, I got to think about the original where he was really scrambling in yes, the face yes. and like panic. Uh, like, oh my that's God. how cats fall. That's how cat, they be in the air like. <laughs> they ah. <laughs> that's not how it gets. The cat fall. Uh, like a William Shatner pose. But no, he said, long live the king. <laughs> Like, why did you punch Met him? The shit out of him. <laughs> like, why you had to do it? Like, no, my dude. Like, Lord, the king. No, no, he, he said, no, we don't got about two antelope left, so I'm going to make sure this kill you. And that one last one. And then one. that one late dude. Guys, we're, we're chasing us. Where we going, y'all? Come on. <laughs> I woke up late, y'all. Come on, tell me something. I'm getting chased by hyenas. He late to the party. Oh, man. Well, thank you for joining us in this. Uh-huh. Oh, you had another one? So, I'm sorry. I, okay, so. <laughs> Now, with this being said, so if the artist exists and I created all the music, or I just know all about the music, you know all the songs, so you use them as your own and take on the Yeah, that's the premise of that movie. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so Michael Jackson definitely, of course. Uh, I just think it would be hard for a Michael Jackson audience today. See, anytime you hear Michael Jackson, so you can still be. You can, but that's for people. That know for we know Michael Jackson. If and Michael Jackson just who, came out today, I don't think it was like the kids who know him are the kids like a parents like you that know Michael Jackson and they they've been taught Michael Jackson. If you play Michael Jackson today, them kids to be fair love. for our son, I played him off the random. He was like, "Who is this?" I was like. Oh, this is Michael Jackson, and he was like, "Huh?" And he just got into yes, I, but he's a musically inclined child. He does that all. Wait, you make the sure. Time. <laughs> no, it's not just me. It's not just me because he knew Michael Jackson and Prince when he was three or four years old. Okay. That had nothing. That was all him and my dad. I came in on the late tip. Okay. The hip hop. Gotcha. Now, I mean, because we are a family that listens to music, it's very much integrated in what we do. Mm-hmm. But if you're just a regular ass family and that will turn on Pound 89 in a car, mm-hmm. they ain't listening to Michael Jackson. Well, <laughs> I guess. My second one would have to be Elder Barge without the drugs. 
Oh Jesus! He's just picking all the people he likes really like a lot. That's what you're supposed but to. But yeah, do. I was like, if you know, you gotta know every single song. You gotta know all the lyrics. Cause I be enjoying all this. Yeah, the barge. The barge. You know the, uh, yeah. the barge family. Yeah, L now I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the lead singer. I'll probably be Lil Dicky. I just like his comedic oh, style. He's just What's, a random guy from Show Him. You yeah. can be Lil Dicky right now. It, I can. <laughs> I can tell you. Or Kyle, just to get Q mad, because he hates Kyle. Mm. He gonna listen to this and be like, Bleh. look, he gonna be in this uh, oh, truck. Oh my mama! Oh my mama! No, I be Jack Queen. Participate with him make these pictures. Who is not stopping him? <laughs> so one Nobody his, on his no. team cares about him. It's one of his friends. He like, hey yo, you did this better That's than Muhammad fire. Ali. That's fire. Who <laughs> Muhammad Ali? They don't know about Jacquees. Oh, like folk, like a butterfly sting, like a <laughs> bee, right? That a wasp? No bee. I thought you were say fuck a butterfly sting like Jacquees. I was about to. Say <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's gonna be the that's next actually episode. that's probably gonna that's be his gonna next be comic. Next one. Oh, like a butterfly team like Jack Oh, oh Q <laughs> is bad right now. <laughs> Yo, shut up. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna be his next picture. This will be another like one of him. Another iconic Ali thing is gonna be like float like a butterfly, sing like Jack I'm telling or you, sing you like Jack Y'all just gave him his fuel. I kind of hope he does it now. You put it out into the universe, it's going to happen. I got to tweet him now. I got to get back on Twitter (laughs) and tweet him. I'll be like, yo, I got your next comment for your picture. Look like a butterfly, sing like Jack (laughs) Queen. Please don't do that, bro. Please. He don't need no more help. My third will be Hove. Really? Yes. You know I what? didn't expect that. No, here's the thing. If I could say Jay Z's songs and his business acumen, oh yeah, I'm with it. I, sure, I'll wife. be the first black billionaire. <laughs> I'll take his wife too. I mean, doesn't matter where her acting career is at. <laughs> listen, listen, with or without Beyonce, I still take what we. He, she is partially the reason why yeah. he is where a billionaire, he and it's not because. And I don't want people taking it the wrong way. Like, behold it. I'm a, I'm a whole fan. I've been with Hope since Reasonable Doubt. However, I know that Beyonce makes him more palatable for the white folk. Yeah. Um, you sure you're not 50 Cent? Because he had his first album. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was trying to win a white piece. With He's the, like, yeah, I want to I want to put no, vitamin water. Those, those, those white beers felt like bras with the thick the straps. Words. I was like, yo, what in the world? I hate it, but I was like, why are y'all wearing these? It was so bad. I had one. Of them. I had uh, I had three. Three. <laughs> My dad liked them. He like, I like this. <laughs> oh, God. On that note, no we bad. thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, the host of the turntables at Hip Hop Culture Beyond, a lady sketch. It's been real, y'all. Yeah. Uh, where, can like where can you check out her path? Where can you check out her podcast? And on all um, your podcast platforms except Spotify. So. Oh yeah, Spotify is not on there. It's not there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you should make like a playlist for Spotify for people to listen to every week. Sure, I would definitely do that. Because I would hop on it. Once I get um, a little more stable back into podcasting, Uh you know, being a new mom and stuff has kind of taken up all my time. 
uh, I will actually think about doing it for every week's show. Gotcha. I'm with it. Gotcha. I'll be your number one listener. Thank you. Not over you. On my mama, I will. (laughs) Then we have the host of the No Gimmicks Needed podcast, as well as the co-host of Nerdgasm Talk podcast, Mr. A&E. Where can we find your stuff? You can find the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast the same place, you guys. You can find Nerdgasm Talk podcast. That is at spacesphilly.com. Spacesphilly.com is the place where you can get all your podcast needs. And you can find the Nerd Coalition up there with the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast and No Nerdgas will talk along with the podcast apps such as Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Speaker. Hopefully soon to be on Spotify. Awesome, awesome. And I am Swag on Zero, your host for the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our Instagram uh, at NC Place to Be. I'm going to be doing uh, all Otakon stuff on there. So you'll see me probably live streaming on um, there. You'll see a lot of pictures on there. Maybe uh, some talk with the artists and just a whole look around. You'll see me, Flo the Rookie, Quattro, and Shorty B for five minutes because that's how much time she gives us. Ah. So, <laughs> until then, Q Flow! Sing us Ali! To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.